All right, uh, joining us now, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. He covers UMass for the Daily Hampshire Gazette as we preview the upcoming football season. Josh Walfish joins us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Josh, thank you very much for a few minutes. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, we are not doing too bad. Of course, uh, UMass has another game uh, with BYU coming up, uh, uh, let's see, the 23rd of November back there in Massachusetts. Tell us a little bit about the Minutemen that are returning this year. Well, the running joke I have is that you guys probably know as much about UMass football this coming season as as I do because new head coach, new new coaching staff entirely, and pretty much a brand-new roster from what the, the Cougars saw last November at Gillette. Uh, you know, UMass has to replace its entire back uh, backfield, starting with losing both senior quarterbacks from last year, Andrew Ford and Ross Comis. They lost all three running backs that played snaps for them last year. Uh, Marquise Young graduated. Ball Lee transferred out and transferred back in, and his status is still kind of up in the air whether or not he's eligible for the fall. And then Jordan Fredericks had to medically retire from football. So there's a lot of question marks in the offensive side. On the defensive side, same thing. They do return cornerback Isaiah Rogers, who is someone that has slowly started to gain a little bit of uh, traction in the NFL draft community heading into to next season. But otherwise, all their leading tacklers are gone. They have to replace three starters on, on the secondary. Uh, so there are a lot of, a lot of questions uh, about the men-man uh, after the spring. And Walt Bell, the new coach, uh, rightly so, kept a lot of things close to the vest uh, during the spring. And even though we had access to practice to kind of watch them, there really weren't many questions answered outside of the fact that UMass is going to really try to speed up the pace offensively. They're going to really try to almost double the pace they had uh, last season. And last season, they still were a, a pretty quick offense under Mark Whipple. Uh, BYU and UMass played last year. Uh, we talked about that. Um, close game at halftime. BYU was up uh, just uh, four points, I think, at the half and then uh, pulled away uh, in the third quarter. Um, talk about, uh, from what you know, the strengths, uh, the things that you can look for as strengths uh, going into the season. Well, I think that the strength that UMass has is, is going to start on the offensive line. Uh, they return the inter- the, the, um, they return both uh, starting tackles, which is key. They have a lot of experience on the in on the inside uh, of that offensive line in terms of the game. So it's not necessarily the starts, but UMass was, was rolling seven, eight offensive linemen deep uh, at most of last season. So, so a lot of those depth guys are, are back as well in the interior offensive line. So they, they're going to have a, an experienced offensive line. And then the receiving core is, is so young but so talented. This is something that last year Andy Isabella – we still gained a lot of attention for the numbers he was putting up, but you looked at some of the, the younger guys that were coming up behind him, a, a guy like Zach Simon in his redshirt freshman season, Sam Emelis was a freshman last year. Those two really took a step forward at the end of last season once they started to kind of get more comfortable in the offense and really took a lot of pressure off of Andy Isabella. And now those are the two, two of the guys that are really going to have expected to step up along with Sadiq Palmer, who was the number two receiver last year, who's now 
their top receiver as a senior. Uh, very different style of wide receiver to what Andy Isabella was last year. I don't know if UMass necessarily has that type of receiver on the roster this year. Uh, the closest thing got is junior college transfer Cam Roberson, uh, who's kind of a, a smaller, speedy guy. But it, 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 those those two position groups, offensive line and wide receiver, are definitely the, the big strength uh, of this UMass team this year. Josh, we know that UMass is a bit more of a basketball school. What are they trying to accomplish as a football program, and do they get the resources necessary to, to move the program forward? Yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, they really thought that Mark Whipple was going to be able to kind of turn the tide for this football program when they brought him back uh, now five years ago before the, the 2014 season. Uh, really, the unfortunate part for UMass football was they got off to a very bad start to their FBS uh, career under Charlie Molnar, uh, the former Notre Dame offensive coordinator. And those two seasons really set the program back significantly. And they really tried to be built, uh, be kind of digging out of that hole ever since. And Mark Whipple did a fantastic job bringing the program to a point where last season was supposed to be the year that they broke through and they were going to be six and six at least and maybe even get to a bowl game if a bowl was needing a, a team because UMass doesn't have any primary or secondary uh, bowl agreements with any of the bowls uh, yet. So that was the hope. And then things kind of went sideways for them. And the one thing you're seeing now is the investment. Uh, they're doing some major renovations to the stadium ahead of this year, part of a long-term plan that the school has to really improve the fan experience and steam experience for everybody. Uh, they're going to build new turf practice fields uh, next to the stadium, and they're going to uh, <clears throat> put up a practice bubble as well so that they can practice indoors during the, the, the winter. That's something they haven't had. So there's a lot more investment in the program now, and there's a lot more excitement in the program now. Walt Bell has done a great job at reigniting the passion of this fan base by being able to sell hope in a very tangible manner. He's already being very aggressive on the recruiting trail. He's already being very aggressive in terms of changing the culture within the program. So there's more investment, and I think more importantly, there's now a vision that everyone can believe in from the head coach down to the people in the nosebleeds uh, at the top of the, uh, at the bleachers. And that's something that really hasn't been the case at UMass since the 2006 team that went to the national uh, championship game at the, what was then division one, double a level. Now the, the FCS level. So uh, with a new coach, kind of a, a new mindset, you talked a little bit about the offense and the defense. I'm a big special teams guy. Uh, any idea what the, the special teams looks like? They got a kicker, they got a punter. I mean, this game is five months out. You know, let's talk, let's get deep into this thing. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it's funny because BYU is in a probably the most enviable position of having 11 full games of tape to watch on this UMass team before they actually play. Uh, you know, I've been talking to, to some of the coaches that UMass is playing, and, you know, they all kind of say that same thing of the later you play this team in the season, maybe it's a bit, bit more of an advantage because you know 
kind of what to expect from them. And uh, when I look at the, the special teams, that's always been the Achilles heel for UMass. Uh, you, you ask any UMass fan about kickers, and they'll have a, a five-hour presentation ready for you on all the horrors of, of the kicking game that has wrought upon UMass uh, in recent years. Uh, they have, a, I think, I think the guy that's going to end up winning the job for them is Cooper Garcia, who really kind of separated himself with his consistency at the end of last season. Uh, but again, this is one of those things that Mark Whipple never really determined who the starter was. It's still an open competition, really, between Cooper Garcia and Mike Caggiano uh, in, in the kicking game. But, but Cooper Garcia kind of really impressed me last year with his consistency and the fact that he really didn't have any bad kicks. Mike Cassiano had a couple of kicks that you kind of sat there and you're like, I don't know where that came from. You know, he's the type of kicker that will hit from 40 yards and it's pure straight, and then will try a 27-yard field goal and he'll just knock it off the right upright. And you're like, I don't know where that, where that type of kick came from. You know, in the punting game, uh, they had a freshman last year in George Georgopoulos who – very strong leg, but not necessarily a very accurate leg. And that's one of the things I saw in spring practice was the fact that he was a lot more consistent with his accuracy. And maybe that meant kind of taking some, some of the power away from him. But I think he learned a lot after last season. He definitely looks stronger and more uh, able to really kind of use his leg as a weapon uh, in the punting game. Josh, can't thank you enough. Thanks for coming on and giving us a little bit of a preview, and uh, we'll catch up with you when the game's a little closer. All right, sounds good. I look forward to talking to you guys in November. Thanks, Josh. There you go. That's uh, Josh Walfish from the Daily Hampshire Gazette coming on, giving us a little preview of the UMass Miniman. It's always great to get an in-depth understanding of a game that's coming up. We should ask him about the uh – Hockey game that's tonight. Oh, what were we thinking? We should have asked him about but that. But we did find out they, you know, Garcia they've got, has had a And Garciano. Solid, they've got some special teams. Yeah. A couple of guys to look at on the – they've got more hope at the place kicking than the Chicago Bears. It's though. the most underrated. You know, nobody talks about it. I just wanted to get that out there and see what we're going to look forward to from the kicking game. We, we have a guy – who used to be on staff who loves talking about it. Uh, all right, we'll get to more coming up next. Stay tuned. Tim LaCombe in for Gordon, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.